Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Going in raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Fox, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife, Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever fine podcasts are. Why are you almost laughing? Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the little notify bell next to it to make sure you're always getting your new Going In Raw content here on YouTube. We're also available in the audio realm. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, that's the Apple iOS podcast app, Stitcher Radio. And uh, CastBox. And, and, of course, CastBox. We have a terrific partnership with CastBox. We do. Be sure to check out CastBox. Download it for free on Apple or iOS. It actually does benefit Going In Raw. A lot. If you hop on CastBox, find Going In Raw, hit the subscribe button, and then leave us a comment. It's engagement, people. They like to see that yeah. when you have a partnership with somebody. Uh, comments over 1,000. Well, that's because of Graham Maloney. Well, I mean, he, again, his heart's in the right place. His heart's in the right place. Graham, stop that. Uh, Brian Clifton says, love your show. I listen to it every day on my drive to work, sometimes at work. Thank you for what you do. Thanks, friendo. Thanks, friendo. See what we did there. Anyways, so yeah, we're there. We're available. Um, oh, former president John Adams says, love the podcast. Feels like friends just talking wrestling. You guys are real. John Quincy Adams or John Adams? The first, second president of the United States, John Adams. So uh, before we get started, we're going to uh, talk about a little bit of wrestling news. Then we're going to talk about some. We're going to get to these super chats. Uh, but uh, the the live crowd that saw this show live got to see a bit of a botchy intro. Ooh, not just so, so, kind of a botchy. Yeah, intro. it was a super botchy Serious intro. Botchy yeah. intro. Uh, so we explained to them, and I'll explain to you the VOD crowd briefly. No new intro this week. I know, I know. I can hear the people tuning out. Where patrons are like dropping like flies right I know, now. I know. Listen, this is such a spe- listen. This is such a special thing. Oh God. This intro is going to be the greatest intro 
that's ever graced a podcast. You're so I need table. I need you to be patient. I need you to be patient. I need you to listen to me. This intro is going to be amazing. It's going to be killer. It's going to be undisputed. Like maybe. And now I've just built it up way too much. It's going to be you resting your arm on everybody. I didn't put my... You know what's funny, though? There, there is a picture. So I did like the Shinsuke interview. Yeah. And there is... At the very end of that, I actually sent this picture to Adam Mayhem because I thought he'd get a kick out of it because he's been trolling the shit out of me about the shoulder gate thing. Yeah. Uh, I did have my hand right here on the title <laughs> right after the intro. I don't know what my problem is, man. Didn't do it to Carmella. Didn't do it to Shayna. Shayna would have taken my arm off, I feel like, if she'd have done that. Anyways, uh, shout out to 2K Games for allowing us. Well... This time around, you mm-hmm. to go. Yeah. I, yeah. I stayed here and did show. No, you. but us as in the show. Yeah. The show went. To have a presence there and get some to have a, content. Exactly, yeah. And there's some great content. Yes. So You did a, you did a great job in those interviews, by the way. I think I did pretty good. I'll be honest. I think yeah, I did okay. I, I, I think did I did good. pretty good. I did pretty good. I, I generally... Here's the, thing, going, here, here's the thing that I appreciate. Going into it, I, I didn't like doing interviews. Coming out of it, I'm jazzed to do more, man. All right, let's do all interviews now. Let's just do no interviews. More podcasts, all interviews. Quick, the, the thing I love about it, too, is that I had to change. You know, it's called Quick Chops. Yeah. I changed for the Shayna and Sh- no, for the Shinsuke and then Carmella one. I changed the logo because some people were saying the P looked like a D. Oh. It looked like Quick Chodes, which well, actually. Well, Chodes is an E at, after the D, doesn't it? Yeah. Is, he, okay, well, hold on a second. Yeah. Is cho- I, you're right, but is chode a real word? Like, is that I'm a sure dictionary? A spelling. Is that in the Maybe dictionary? Maybe on the urban dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> you know who seriously felt like a chode? Can we just talk about this now? Because everybody wants to hear us talk about it. What? Yoshihashi. Oh, you want to make that a top story? I'm fine with that. <laughs> That's our top story. Well, I mean, oh it's not just God. Yoshihashi. It's everything that happened at the end of destruction in, uh, where was this one at? Kobe? Yeah, sorry. Yes, Destruction in Kobe. Kobe? So, uh, main event, great main event between Okada and Tanahashi, as Kenny Omega probably caught a classic mm-hmm. type wrestling match because it was all about working body parts, mm-hmm. every move, no matter how, uh, uh, in the, you know, basic. Like, it's amazing how Tanahashi can make a move that's kind of like a throwaway move and WB like the Dragon Screw leg whip yeah. and make it devastating. Yeah. Yeah. Devastating. Yeah, no, and I good. like that. Every yeah. move, every mo- movement has importance in New Japan. Anyways, mm-hmm. classic style New Japan match. Tanahashi beats Okada for the first time in about four years, mm-hmm. thus guaranteeing that Okada will not be in the main event at Wrestle Kingdom for the first time in six years. Oh my God, really? I know. Either Jeez. defending the title or challenging for the title. Wow. I didn't realize that a streak was that Yeah, long. they were talking about all that during commentary during the oh, show. It was man. incredible. I was blown away that was the case. Anyways. So Tanahashi won. He successfully uh, defended his Wrestle Kingdom contract. And then after the match, massive swerve goes down. So Mm -hmm. uh, after the pinfall, Jay White runs out into the ring. And he lays out Tanahashi with a blade runner. He turns his attention to Okada, who's still down after eating three high fly flows. When Yoshihashi starts running down the ramp, he's at the foot of the ramp, eats it. And hits his head on like the support of the ring or the corner of the ring or something. Yeah. He stands up, blood, 
He's wobbly. Well, he get so yeah, he gets in, and the, the great thing is, so I saw it as probably you did as well because I didn't stay up late for it. Oh, the gif. Um, I saw it. Yeah, I saw the gif, and even like you know, some people actually truncated the, the video, took ten seconds of video, and, and and put it on there. Yeah. And then when I went back to actually, because I just watched the main event. I'm going to try to go back and watch the junior heavyweight match too. Mm-hmm. But I just watched the main event, and so when and I knew it was coming, and on the at least on the English commentary version, they cropped. The video, so you just see Jay White like on the on the mat on the ground, well, and it's like super pixely. You don't when see, it happens. You don't see Yoshihashi eat it, right? But you do see the people on the <laughs> left side right. of the, the right. ranch reaction to him eating it. Right. And there's this one woman that has a reaction that's sort between uh, utter shock and laughter. Because here's the thing: because she does this, person falling is hilarious almost always person maybe concussing themselves and busting themselves this was open. beyond this was like a person lobotomizing themselves this is bad. like somebody just ran gleefully onto a spike and impaled themselves this was horrific because he gets in and the blood the blood didn't start flowing until he stood up and put his dukes up and all, all of a sudden it, it was a waterfall yeah, was a lot of blood coming it out. was a Waterfall, Arson. Just bless. <laughs> and he goes like this. He tries to throw a couple punches. Jay White knocks Dude, him out. Dude, you're out. He's out. And the then picture. immediately he swarmed. He's on the outside of the on the ring of the yeah, ring yeah, yeah. on the floor, swarmed by security or uh, by uh, trainers. trainers and stuff. Yeah. At one point, it looks like they get the uh, the backboard out from underneath the ring. Mm-hmm. And no, they don't seem to be concerned about what's going on in the ring. It's around the other yeah. side, probably for Yoshihashi. Yeah. Because man. He there had to have been like brain hard, matter on that apron hard. structure, whatever the beam was or whatever. I don't know, man. Now, evidently, he's fine. Yeah, Mel- well, here, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, let's, let's, let's recap what happened in the ring because it gets pretty shocking. So after that, Jay White, he uh, turns his attention to Okada. Um, he uh, throws a couple punches at him, walks outside the ring, ringside area. Rocky Romero is doing commentary. <laughs> he tells him, get up. I want your chair. Oh, this was good. And Rocky's like, what do you want my chair for? Yeah. And, he, and Rocky gets up, and Jay White shoves him into the, uh, the guardrail behind him, grabs his chair, walks to the ring. Um, out comes Okada's former manager, Gato. And what was he wearing, Larson? Black. All black. All black. Black hat. Black, black t-shirt. Shirt, black pants. Black yeah. shoes. Yeah. Should have known there. Yep. Um, uh, so he comes to the ring. He stops Jay White from using the chair in Okada. He grabs the chair himself. Okada right. makes his way up to his feet. Right. And that's when, ooh, swerve. Oh, yeah. Gato destroys Okada with yeah. that chair. Yeah. Um, Jay White follows with a Blade Runner to the Rainmaker. Mm-hmm. And then Gato grabs the mic, calls Okada a pathetic loser. Yeah, and he said, you don't belong in the Tokyo Dome main event anymore. This man belongs, the switchblade, Jay White. And he said, a new era. I think he did this part in, uh, in English. He did. A new era is coming soon. And Jay White held up Tanahashi's uh, contract. So I'm guessing we're going to get Tanahashi versus Jay White at either King of Pro Wrestling or Power Struggle because Jay White beat Tanahashi during mm-hmm. the G1. Mm-hmm. We'll get that. Seems like we're gonna get Okada versus Jay White at Wrestle Kingdom, doesn't it? Feels Maybe that feels that way. Control of chaos. Yeah, feels that way. Um, and Okada has to lose that, right? I wonder. Okada needs to reach rock bottom. Are we gonna see? You would think. You would think. Well, here's the thing, though, with Jay White holding that contract high. Oh, he's not winning the contract. No, 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 no. I don't think he's gonna win the contract. But is that gonna be on the line? Yeah. 
for the next match. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. How about this? What if Okada... I know they don't do run-ins and interference a lot in New Japan. Because Jay White can't afford to lose two in a row after this. He's going to lose the... He's not going to win the contract thing. No, no. So and that's going to be... Gonna be yeah, that's gonna, how about yeah. this? What if they add heat to it? What if Okada helps his rival, Tanahashi, defeat Jay White? That could be. Yeah, I could see that. That would go... Jay White needs to stay strong right now. Yeah. So, yeah, I could I could totally see that. That could, that could be good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I love it, man. That's how you create a star. Jay oh, White's yeah, star man. right now. Oh heck yeah, so man! That was great. Yeah, his, his performance at G One was phenomenal. So I ever since then, like the tensions within Chaos have just been percolating. I love, boiling. I love him checking they, Rocky Romero. He yeah. checked the shit out of him. Yeah, he said, "Give me your chair," and Rocky was going to step up to him. He said, Ink. "Yep." And yeah, Jay White is down. like he's legit mean now. When he first debuted as a switchblade, I didn't quite buy it. He, he seems to be doing a much better job of inhabiting that character. He got to that. Way quicker than I was than I yeah. thought he ever would. Yeah. He doesn't need to be grizzled anymore. I believe him now. Yeah, he's yeah, he's just an evil prick guy. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Uh let's talk about Yoshihashi. Yeah, let's talk again. about Yoshihashi. So, so the uh, only reason here's the thing, the only reason is one person says it's not funny, Steve. Yeah, it is funny. Because you know why it's funny? Because he's okay. What do we have on so Yoshihashi? So New Japan issued a statement um, on their website saying, quote, Yoshihashi has been hop- hospitalized after suffering a head and left shoulder injury due to the assault by Jay White. After the main event on Sunday night's destruction, I shouldn't laugh, destruction in Kobe show. However, Dave Meltzer added, uh, quote, regarding Yoshihashi, he was able to leave on his own power. He was taken to the hospital to be checked out. And the first word is that he's okay. So he's totally fine. Hopefully, hopefully it stays that way. Oh, look, how many people are watching right now? Nice. The devil 666. Anyways. So um, pretty shocking development at the conclusion of the destruction tour. Yeah. Um, be interesting to see what happens going forward. Cause we don't, you don't even know who, uh, Kenny is going to defend the title against. We don't even know what the full card for fighting spirit unleashed is going to be on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, Hey, by the way, we're going to be doing a live stream reaction, live stream to that. Yeah. We're, I don't know how many people are actually going to be watching, but we're going to be watching. We're going to have the camera on us. Why not on not? the show, on us. Not on the show. We can't yeah. do that. That's illegal. And this, I don't think New Japan World has a free for new subscribers type thing. Don't think so. It's very cut and dry. You pay your money, you get the product. But it's worth every cent. Oh, it's worth more than every cent. It's worth every cent than a dollar more. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be there doing that. So that should be fun. Oh, it will be. Or Absolutely. it'll just be boring and we'll just be sitting here watching. But we'll have some beer and some food. It'll be fun. We'll have fun. We should bring Hilton now. See if Hilton. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll give Luchando a call. See if he wants to come. His name is Brian Hilton. He didn't declare what his name was. Therefore, he's Luchando. I declared it. I don't think you can he's do that. He's been on this show before. You can't as do Hilton. that. He's been on this show before. You can't as do that. Hilton. You can't do that. You can't declare. I did for it. Him. He has to. I did it. I didn't see Phantasmo. You don't need to declare for Hijo del Phantasmo. Phantasma. Yeah. Phantasmo. Phantasma. I think it's Phantasma. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah. Um, no, Phantasma. Hijo de Phantasma had to do it. Hijo de So you just say son of. Son of. I wonder is is Junior and son of in their uh, nomenclature the same thing? Like Pentagon Junior, could he also just refer to as Hijo del Pentagon? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. Tejano Junior. I think Tejano is a Tejano Junior. Yeah. But he could he be? But I mean, like if, if if I mean they don't mean the same thing. I mean, son of doesn't it? Well, junior means you're directly named after the person who is your in this case father, whereas son oh, of person good point. just means okay, you yeah, are yeah, the right, right, right. Oh person. yeah, 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 good point. Whether mm. literally or maybe in terms of wrestling, yeah, like Ray Mysterio Junior. He got wasn't the first Ray Mysterio like a, just a different dude. Well, I'm sure it was that a wasn't dude. that wasn't his dad though. Oh, I don't know about that. 
I have no, I see all sorts of stuff we don't know about. Mm -hmm. And yet we're sitting here trying to figure it out on air instead of just doing this off air. I know our own research. Anyways, no, so it's a fun conversation to have. Let's do some super chats before we move on to the next story. Mm -hmm. uh, Joshua Martinez, first day of my senior year in college, already dead. Pray the powers of the darkness. The darkness. Also, can I be a mod? Steve, can Joshua the Dynamic Knight Martinez be a mod? Hold on. First day of my senior year in college. That's a late start to the college year. It's already the end of September. Yeah. I don't know that. But this it's the last year. You're almost done. Already dead. Um, yeah, he's cool. I can make him a mod. All right. Planet Mars, you guys should be guests on my podcast. Planet Mars. And then Steve Kuharski. More shocking, Buffalo beating the Vikings or Detroit beating the Patriots? Oh, Patriots I... are falling apart. I, the, the fact that the Vikings lost to uh, 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 Buffalo is more shocking to me. Yeah, I don't really know. Because oh. the Lions, at least their head coach, used to be the, the Patriots defensive coordinator. coordinator. Talk right now. Joe Juarez, hey guys, that Yoshihashi incident made me realize what could have happened to Titus when he fell. Oh, no, here's the thing. That could be really bad. Especially with how fast Titus was going yeah, and like steel. how far under he launched. A steal that ring, that could that have, ring like, support. You know, thank Jeebus that that wasn't way worse than it was and it was just a good chuckle. Yeah. But no, that could, and Yoshihashi, that could have been really bad. Yeah. You know, when I found, I was very happy when I found out that he was okay. Otherwise, I couldn't laugh about it because the optics, the optic, come on, the optics are bizarrely hilarious. Yeah. The dude falls, he gets in, and then blood just starts pouring out. That's a shockingly funny thing. But, you know, if it's bad, then, yeah, then it's not you're not going to laugh about yeah, it. Yeah, not funny. Uh, DJ Animates, first time Super Chat, been a fan since day one of Machinima. Thank you. Oh, so Ray Sr., according to Jamie Weisner here. Uncle, gotcha. Ray Sr. was Ray Jr.'s uncle. Happy you guys are doing what you Deal. love. Steve, Deal. more art vids, please. Oh, yeah. I keep on meaning to get back to that. Charvel Myers, the debut of True Heel Steve, named Steve there since no new intro. Oh. It's like oh, a mirror universe hey, thing, huh? Yeah. Uh, Stephen Donnelly, first time watching live. Love you guys. Too sweet and a hearty handshake. Thank you, Stephen. Jason Peterson, well, with so many big names like Kevin Owens is Asuka. Asuka. Give your top three on who should have been on it and who is due to a huge roster or poor booking. With so many big names like, like Kevin, Kevin Owens, Owens and Asuka. Give your top who, who should have been on it. Give on your what? top three on who should have been on it. Being, is there a clause we missed here with so many big names like Kevin Kevin Owens and Oscar being left out of something? Yeah, I don't know. Being left out of what? Josh Little, who would be in your female undisputed era? Um, Britt Baker. Yeah, obviously just Britt Baker and Marina Shafir. Yeah, is it Shafir or Schaefer? Shafir. Shafir is it? Okay. Yeah, I think so. And then whoever, Kyle O'Reilly. And Bobby Fish, yeah. yeah. And their loved ones, I guess. I guess, yeah. I don't know. No, there's one name. It's just, oh, wait, he said females. Yeah, no, nobody. Just Kevin Owens. Yeah. Yeah. Alto, shout out to my cousin, Ruben. Hey, Ruben. Hey. Good to see you, Ruben. And then the whole 553, one pound. Thank you. All right, let's talk about this Hogan uh, shit. Do we have to? <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, so. All right. Well, I'm just kind of curious to what kind of validity this might have. Yeah, I don't know. Me neither. I don't know. Anyways, uh, so... Uh, there's a possibility, it seems, speculation that uh, Hulk Hogan might be a WWE crown jewel, and here's why. Uh, the chairman of the General Sports Authority in Saudi Arabia, whose name is Turkey Al-Sheikh, posted a tweet recently that is fueling speculation that Hogan might be making an appearance at Crown Jewel on November 2nd. Al-Sheikh tweeted a picture of Hogan with the caption, and the translation is courtesy of Ringside News. Quote, what is the World Cup 
that nobody is talking about. So in the uh, announcement for Crown Jewel, you know, it was it was the main event, Brock versus Braun versus Roman, and also the announcement there'd be a tournament for the WWE World Cup. Yeah. Um, WWE hasn't mentioned the World Cup at all beyond this initial announcement. Um, right. So if, if, is this just the chairman uh, voicing some frustration of something that he thought was a good idea, maybe his idea? Um, <laughs> Um, right. and, and is just voicing some frustration that it's not getting the publicity. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. And like, why would Hogan be involved? Well, he's that, not going to be in it. They're in. Okay. So well, therein lies the, 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 the conversation we had last week where I posed the question to you, Larson, what won't the WWE do for money? We already know they will eliminate their entire female division for this one show, their women's division, sorry. We already know they will uh, uh, try to boost the image of a government that doesn't have a great uh, human rights record. <laughs> we know those things. Yeah. What else will that? My uh, proposition was if they, if, if this uh, uh, Turkey Al Sheikh guy, if he really loved John Cena, was a huge yeah. mark for John Cena, yeah. would he request this be an all John Cena affair, meaning all the wrestlers would have to dress up like and perform as John Cena? Would the WWE say, sure, we don't want to, but uh, okay. I don't really know if they would be able to take things that far. For enough zeros? Maybe. I, I mean, apparently there's enough zeros on Shawn Michaels' paycheck for him to come out of retirement. Right. That was kind of striking to me when it said, yeah, you know, the payday was just too good for him to turn down. I'm like, that much money? That much is enough to take a guy who... I'm sure WWE's offered yes! him huge sums. I guarantee they have. To come back for a mania. And this probably eclipses all that. Oh, it probably, like, more than the combined amounts that WWE probably offered <laughs> right. him previously. Right. So it's entirely conceivable that they have said, look, you know, Ultimate Warrior has passed away, therefore we cannot have him. Uh, who else do they want? Yokozuna. Yokozuna has passed away, therefore we cannot have him. However, there is but a they man. Apparently, apparently uh, whether it was the chairman or one of the princes, asked for Hogan to be at the last show. Oh, oh. And that didn't happen. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know then. Maybe, maybe WWE can say, hold on, friendos. We can't go that far. Uh, so... If if that's the case, if that is actually the case, if that's true, I had heard that. Was that did that break like back then? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't remember that. It was because uh, I think this ringside news story has the names that uh, was were requested. Rumor has it. Mm -hmm. It was Undertaker, Ultimate Warrior, Yokozuna, and then uh, Hogan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So <coughs> I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to. How to take that tweet? Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know. Um, I would, uh, I would uh, suspect. I don't know what to make of Hogan being in the tweet either. I think, I think your speculation on that first part it might be accurate. You know, hey, we put a bunch of money in you guys. You should be talking about the World Cup of of wrestling. maybe, maybe, maybe the 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 uh, chairman here knows that putting Hogan in the tweet will just get some eyeballs on it. Oh, I could be. He's doing it for the retweets? 
Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That could be. Because it's going to lead to speculation. People will yeah. read the tweet and they're like, oh, yeah, there is a World Cup happening at Crown Jewel. It's like, uh, you know, Going and Raw is definitely going to be talking about this. I mean, and pretty much every other news outlet's talking about it, saying, oh, is this going to mean Hogan's there? Yeah. Maybe he, this guy is just like, oh, I know how to get eyeballs on my tweet to get word out about this World Cup that WWE is not talking about. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either, man. I don't know. Hogan's not going to be in it. I can't. He physically can't. Oh, oh, I mean. He's not, mean, he can't do matches. He's going to be clear to do a match. If they said, if they said, hey, at Crown Jewel, we want Hogan to cut a promo. We don't, we want him to be on a camera. Well, if, I guess if WWE said no last time, then they'd probably have, you know, but, you know, what they say, but he apologized. He did everything. He shouldn't have even had to have done that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. It is what it is. I don't know. So, yeah, no, I, I agree. I don't think, I think they'd probably be like, no, he literally cannot wrestle. Like, we're not going to let him because he's old. Yeah. He's and old. We he's, don't do that. liability. Well, I need to check. He's infirm. He is. He's not, he, like, he can't take bumps. Yeah. He's got, like, back issues. Yeah. His whole back got compressed from all the leg drops he did during his career. He's, like, four inches shorter than he was when he started wrestling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not four inches, but he's shorter. But what I, what I, what I, what I want to know is, has anybody... Uh, cross-reference the date of this show with the NWO reunion tour. Because I know that's happening throughout the fall. They have an obligation around the November Oh, I thought 2nd. the NWO World Tour was just a... A video game? No. That was WCW versus NWO World Tour. Oh. No, I thought that was a one-time thing. No, they're doing several dates. They're doing several yeah, dates, man. charging that much money for those I don't know, seats? but they're going to charge $1,000 for the Platinum at every one of them. But I thought there was more than one uh, oh, okay. reunion right. stop. I don't know, man. I think that's... October 27th or something like that. Mm. The one that's they're charging a thousand dollars for. Mm. But I thought they were doing more of them. I could be wrong about Hogan that. Hogan would no show the shit out of that. Because there'd be several more zeros if, at the end of that. If, if, if hey, listen, plus listen, all the cameras on them. Listen, dude. Hogan would no show the shit out of that show for, z- for no money at all. Just to be in front of WWE cameras. I guarantee he you that. Would. I guarantee. Are you kidding me? That dude, he's that that is worth way more to him than oh, any, I know, than any got, money. Oh, he's got. I mean, depending on how much of that he had to kick back to to, to his, the benefactor of his lawsuit, which I'm kind of curious about. So yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know either. Say, put, it's, put, it's, put me in that confusing. universal title match, brother. Oh, gosh, make it a fatal four way leg drop, big boot leg drop. Yeah, I guess he doesn't take any bumps if that's how it's booked. Yeah, yeah. There you go, man. Just put me out early. Man, I might stop watching wrestling if that were to happen. I wouldn't because it would be hilariously bad. It would be so bad, but it would be it'd be car wreck TV. That's what it'd be. It'd be train wreck TV. You want crash TV? There it is. It'd be train wreck TV. I don't know. That might, that might be that might be too much. Oh man, what else we got today? We got some business to take care of, Steve. Oh, okay, cool. Right on. Oh, we got a new sponsor today. Nice. Uh, yeah, so before we continue, here are a few words from our sponsor of today's show, Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. Robinhood strives to make a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers like us 
to invest for the first time with true confidence. Robinhood aims to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. And Robinhood makes it easy to do. Robinhood's web platform lets you view stock collections, sectors, and curated categories, as well as analyst ratings of buy, hold, sell for every stock. And Robinhood also features easy to understand charts and market data, a must, a must for investing novices like Steve and I. Just place the trade in four taps on your smartphone. And right now, Robinhood is giving listeners of Going In Raw a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at goingin.robinhood.com. That's goingin.robinhood.com. And thank you to Robinhood for sponsoring today's show. It really does help out Going In Raw if you go check out goingin.robinhood.com. I might check that out uh, after the podcast today, which would mean... Robin Hood's up next. <laughs> Get it? Because the Wayne well, we didn't come down from the rafters first, <laughs> right? No, I'm actually, I am actually kind of interested in checking this out. Yeah, I've always too. been fascinated by the stock by playing the stock market. It's intimidating. It is. Think of the billions upon billions of dollars <laughs> moving through that every day. Have you ever seen Pi? The yeah, movie I have. Pi. Several times. Terrifying. It is. Yeah. But like, can I put my twenty five dollars in there and turn that into some of the billions and billions? I know exactly. Like, I pay. Do attention. Do I have the magic touch? Do I have the ingredients to be successful? Do you have the gumption? I paid attention to Warren Buffett's uh, fake uh, Twitter account. <laughs> that fake one was like all these like ridiculous words of advice. So no, I might actually check this out when I when we got this uh, as a, when we got Robin as a sponsor. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I might check it out. Yeah. So uh, if any of you have been out there interested uh, or felt intimidated by uh, you know playing the stock market. Give it a shot. Yeah. And it, and, and it does actually really help going does. in raw. So yeah, it's going in raw.robinhood.com. So check it out. Yes. Uh, next, let's talk some May Young Classic. Episode three aired last Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, show kicked off with Caitlin, her first return match since leaving the WWE, I think she said three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, four years ago. Yeah. Taking on. It feels like way longer than that. It really though. does. It feels like way longer. It feels longer like 2012, like six years ago. Yeah, right. Yeah. It really feels like a long time. Um, she took on Kavita Davi. Um, and uh, it was great to see Caitlin back. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, I don't recall a ton of her work previously, um, but I thought, you know, this match was pretty good. So, like, character-wise, I don't remember, like, what she was like as a wrestler necessarily. I always, like, because I was kind of watching back then. That's around the time we were doing, yeah, that was, that's when we were doing Trio Woe. Mm-hmm. And so, character-wise, she didn't leave a big impression on me. However... I do recall them giving her kind of a no nonsense type attitude. Yeah. Like she wasn't, she, I think she's kind of maybe sort of a low key underrated performer, like in ring performer. Well, no, sort of alternate to AJ Lee. Oh, you know, okay. Okay. like it just in terms of the character stuff, like she just, she didn't come off as like how they presented some of the divas back then that I think a lot of people have problems with. Like these days, there's that whole thing. I mean, that's one story we totally could have talked about was uh, I think it was NoDQ.com had an article blasting uh, the Bellas saying that how they're damaging the women's division. And then Paige and Carmella both came out and said, this article is terrible. Mm -hmm. Like they they paved the path. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, everybody knows I'm not a huge fan of of them as characters as presented on the screen. But I would never go as far as to say, oh, they're damaging the women's revolution, like look at who's over on SmackDown. And one of my favorite feuds right now is Charlotte and Becky Lynch. Yeah. And it's fantastic yeah, it's stuff. Awesome. It's awesome. I think Ron is doing, you know, some pretty good work and, and Alexa bliss been doing work for a long time. Yeah. 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 So I, I think that, you know, them coming back, I think that's the one thing that like when I've, when I've, 
tongue in cheekly said, you know, oh, God, why, why do we have to deal with the Bellas? You always, you know, are the counter to that saying, well, they bring in a lot of money and, yeah, you know, they're, the they're big the names. Yeah, they're huge names. Yeah. And I think that there's definitely a place for them, um, you know, as characters on TV. Yeah. I don't need to like everything. I don't have to love everything. But if they're, you know, if WWE feels that they bring a certain element to the product mm-hmm. that they feel is beneficial to the company, then by all means. Yeah, absolutely. Then, um, then, then they'd be foolish not to do it. Yeah, I think it's, it is kind of silly to say that. Oh, my God. It's like it's it's two people and there's a women's division chock full of like, you know, a wide variety of competitors yeah, yeah. that all get plenty of screen time. Yeah. So that's kind of silly. And if some of these the mid card women's wrestlers. You know, like the the Riot Squad, if they're in this program for the with the Bellas for a month, month and a half, gives them some focus, some direction, mm-hmm. yeah. gives them some screen time with some pretty major stars. Yeah, that's beneficial for them. Yeah, if they don't win the feud, just being in the ring mm-hmm. um, with Nikki or Brie mm-hmm. is going to be huge for them. Yeah, just uh, Brie needs to uh, dial down her suicide dive. mode, and you need to dial that down. That's not going to happen. Uh, good episode of May Young Classic, though. Yeah, it was fantastic. Episode three uh, kicked off uh, Caitlin. We were talking about her versus uh, Kavita Davi, who uh, we saw last year. Yeah, it was her first match last year, they mm-hmm. said. Um, and then her second match was in, in uh, the Mania Women's Battle Royal. Okay, all right. And then this is, I guess, I don't know if this is her third. They didn't say. Mm-hmm. But uh, she's definitely improved a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were mentioning, as they did last year, that she's a former, I think, powerlifter. Mm. So, you know, both her and, and Caitlin are, are, are pretty darn strong. Yeah, sure. Um, so this is a fun match. I really yeah. enjoyed this. Yeah. I like also that during Caitlin's uh, video package, um, she, cause number one, she's only 31 now. Mm-hmm. So she started super young, mm-hmm. like, well, 23 or whatever. But um, but I like that they, they gave it. I, I, I like with, with all these video packages, they're really focusing on sort of the people. They keep it real. Yep. You know, I really love that. Yep. She's like, you know, I went through a divorce. I went through some tumultuous times. Um, but, you know, I'm back. And, and the crowd really, really responded really well to her. Of all the, the video packages, I think the one that was probably the most kayfabed was Ginny. Yeah, it was. Yeah, she it, was totally in yeah, character. I know. And everything was about her, the character of Ginny. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, the Mia Yim, Allison K1, to a certain degree, was character driven. Because yeah. they're talking about their, you know, ongoing feud. Yeah, sure. But yeah. not it. But it's just. Ginny was full on. I love the fact that they allowed Allison K to to refer to her uh, her finisher as the Big D. Mm-hmm. That that killed me. That I cracked know. me up. I know. I was cracking up. I know. And I when I was writing notes <coughs> here when Mia Yim kicked out of that move, kicked out of the Big D. Yeah, yeah. And even my it's funny because Michael Cole mentioned it, but like he immediately followed it up with just the basic name of the move, yeah. the discus clothesline or yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. Um. But uh. But no. Yeah. A bunch of good matches here. Yeah. Um, second match after Caitlin. Uh, oh, Caitlin went over, yeah, with the Kavita Devi with a spear. Um, we got Tony Storm versus Ginny. Um, now these two go back away. Yeah, and um, in the, progress, their chemistry is fantastic. Oh, heck inside yeah. the ring, heck it's yeah. really good. And I just feel like this is just in one sense. We talked about this when we saw the break, what the card was for this show. Because um, because it's kind of a bummer we didn't see this match later on in the tournament. Because that, that could probably, be said about a lot of these. Yeah, that could be given a lot of time and really yeah. showcase what these two women can do. Because mm-hmm. we've seen some of the stuff we saw them once at a progress show we went to mm-hmm. in Orlando. First time I saw either of them. Yeah. yeah. And then earlier this year, uh, Ginny defeated Tony Storm for the progress uh, women's title. Yeah. And I've seen some clips from that match. It looks insane. Yeah. Pile drivers on the ramp and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that sense, it's kind of a bummer we don't get a match between these two that's 15, 20 minutes long. Yeah, right. But at the same time, and you mentioned this, 
getting these two in the first round guarantees you a good first round match. Yeah. Same with Mia Yim versus Allison Kay. I don't, that could have been yeah. a quarterfinal or semifinal match easily. I'm kind of curious because I know this is definitely two situations where they said, hey, let's in the first round get some killer matches out of people who we know have a history with each other. They're comfortable with each other. And so we know that they're going to put on a good match. And I think that's a great idea. Yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't really look at the rest of the <coughs> – excuse me. I'm coming out with something. Um if in the rest of the first round, maybe somebody out there in chat can let me know. In the rest of the first round, if that had been this, the the case with anybody else, I don't know. I can't think of the top of my head. Oh, with some with some prior history together, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll look um, into it because that that would be that that's a, if that's the case, that's a really great way to go because I think I thought it worked really really well in this episode. Um, oh, definitely, yeah. Because this match was awesome. That one spot where where Ginny uh, transitioned to that submission move, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was awesome. Oh, that was uh, yeah, that was that great. Was yeah, that was great stuff. And again, it just shows, gives you a little glimpse of what these two can do in the ring. Um, Tony Storm picked up the win with her uh, uh, Tiger Driver. She calls it Storm Zero. Um, so, how many Storm Zeros? She well, the one that she normally does. Pile Driver, right? Kind of, yeah. Okay, yeah. They're not going to let her do. No, yeah, for sure. It's like Trent's finisher. But then I thought they had her do a different Storm Zero. The one against Shayna Baszler, that match? What was that? I don't remember. Okay. This is like three things she's called Storm Zero. Maybe. It's a great, listen, it's a great name. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, I'm I'm annoyed actually that that Cole didn't simply refer to it as Storm Zero Hmm. because, you know, he called it a... said a Tiger Driver. Tiger Driver, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She calls it Storm Zero. I just want to call it Tyler Tyler Driver. Driver, I know. Same move. Uh, next, we had uh, Karen Q versus Zia Lee. Um, oh, here you go. You got the, the uh, bracket up. Nothing necessarily stands out to me. But then I also, I'm not the person to ask when it comes to this. Uh, Rachel Ellering might have, might have, because she spent some time in Japan recently. Yeah, maybe. maybe here. Yeah, maybe. But we got two such matches this time. Yeah. Uh, Karen Q versus Zia Lee. This was a pretty fun match. Um, Zia Lee picks up the win with an with a, like a spinning axe kick, kind of like. A, oh, strong zero is the pile driver. Storm zero is the air raid neck breaker. Uh, Look at that. Oh, See? that's why. Go. That's why Karen and Alex. That's why you're mods. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I said, Zia Lee picked up the win with uh, spinning axe kicks or like that move uh, Osprey does. Mm-hmm, yeah. Which is great. Great move. Uh, main event, Mia Yim versus Allison K. Of course, Allison K was Sienna in Impact. Sorry, I was just looking at the chat. Go ahead. No. Mia Yim versus Allison K. They did a great package here where, yeah. Yeah, I love this, man. This Allison is great. Allison K, you know, called her finisher the big D. Mm-hmm. She's from Detroit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and she does the pinkies up thing. No, Did she do that in Impact too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she called out. No, she called out Charlotte for using feathers the, for the entrance attire. Mm. Um, but no, I think she's fantastic. I really, I really hope that somewhere down the line the WWE signs her. I'm, I'm wondering if maybe. So she this was this was her first match after being out for like she had a blood clot six or months like that, right? or seven months because of a blood clot in like her lungs, which is. Crazy dangerous. Yeah, yeah. that's potentially deadly. This is her first match back. Um, And so I'm hoping that she left enough of an impression. It's funny, too, because I was watching um, Breaking Ground over the weekend. Mm -hmm. I was rewatching a bunch of those. 
And during the, they, there was like one bit where people came in for a tryout. She was in that group, as was, I think that was uh, uh, Otis Dozovich's first. Oh, that was his tryout as well. Interesting. And there were a couple other people in there. I can't think off the top of my head. Hmm. Um, but yeah, Sienna was in there too. That's uh, cool. But then, you know, and then uh, Mia Yim, of course. And uh, Shelton Benjamin was there supporting his uh, frenemy, I guess. They yeah. use frenemy a lot yeah. in this particular match because Mia Yim and Shelton and then uh, Mia Yim and uh, Yeah, they had K. like a frenemy world tour or something like that. They yeah. said where they're going around having matches against each other. I guess this all date back, dates back to what, 2011, 2012 when mm-hmm. they had their first 2012 match, was their first match. First match together, together when Mia Yim broke Allison K's nose. Yeah, it, was, it makes for a great visual it too. Does. That picture is awesome. Uh, funny side note too, breaking ground. I was watching that and uh, there was a bit where they uh, had like a little barbecue at somebody's house. I don't know whose house, but uh, Sammy Callahan as Sol- Solomon Crow was there. Uh-huh. And of course he had the N64 set up and they were all playing No Mercy. That's awesome. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, an idea. We need to play that. Bring that fool out of mayhem over to be guest referee. All right. Wouldn't that be fun? That's fun. That's That'd a good be idea. cool. That'd be good. Is Minoru Suzuki in the game? In No Mercy? You know factually he's not. You could make him, but it wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be the same. Okay. Do they have guest referee in uh, virtual pro wrestling? You know factually they don't. Oh, that I didn't, don't, that didn't show up until No Mercy. Darn. No Mercy. Darn it. And, uh, it's a good match. Uh, they really, uh, uh, both in commentary in terms of how the, the match was wrestled, uh, uh, amped up the idea that these people, these two women have had like a, 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 a feud going on for the last six years. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's that spot where Mia Yim tried to chop Allison K. Allison K moved. And Mia Yim slapped the ring post. Mm-hmm. Man. That was awesome. That was Ow. so great. That was so great. Yeah. And of course... Uh, Allison Kay then tries to take advantage of that. She mm-hmm. grabs it and starts like ripping her hand mm-hmm. apart and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really cool. There was a destroyer in this match. That's yeah. It was yeah. They yeah. It was sort of a weird. It was like a it's like a backpack move into a destroyer. It was, well, they called it a sunset flip power bomb. Yeah, which I know. I, it can be kind of the same thing. Kind of, yeah. yeah, but it was basically just yeah. That was rad. Yeah, it was awesome. I love those man. Oh I man, destroyer of those. was great. Steve Thunder is that going to be one of his finishers? I have I, I might have a better idea for the name. For the for what name? For Steve Thunder's name. It's Steve Thunder. What better name could there possibly be? I, I have one. He loves WCW Thunder. See, Steve Thunder. This is just you going rogue on me. What? No, it's a great idea. I have a good idea too. What is it? Steve Arson. <laughs> it sounds cool. All right. All right. That's fine. That works. See collaboration. Yeah. Compromise. Yeah. Steve Arson. That's a good name. All right. Because Larson. Yeah. Arson. But Arson sounds cool. All right. But, and the fire theme, yeah, obviously. Fire. So, right? Yeah, a lot of fire. All right. We can use a lot of fire in the entrance. All fire. Okay. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Steve Arson. That's good. <laughs> uh, as we mentioned earlier, uh, Mia Yim kicked out of the Big D, the, <laughs> the, the, the clothesline from yep. Allison K, and then she picked up the win. With a, I can't remember what they called her finisher, but it was a top rope eat defeat. Yeah, that was sick because she tried it a couple times and then she got it off the top rope. Yeah, that was rad. Yeah, that was, that was really cool. Good. Yeah, so she picks up the win. Uh, speaking of Mia Yim, she is signed with Whoa! WWE. This is from PW Woo! Insider. Said that she has signed a deal. 
quote, Yim officially started with the company on <laughs> September 16th, making her the first May Young Classic 2018 competitor to be officially confirmed as signing with the company. You know, it was funny, too. So um, uh, Karen was there at the tapings. And in fact, when the camera went to Sonya Deville, uh, Karen was right next to her. And Michael Cole was like, there she is, one of my favorite people in the WWE Universe. And I'm like, oh, Karen's one of my favorite people in the WWE Universe, yeah. too. And then he was like, because she was like almost in as much of the frame as Sonya Deville was. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she said, there she is, Sonya Deville. I'm like, oh, yeah, she's there, too. Uh, and then Karen, like, awkwardly turned to Sonya, starts saying, Sonya, Sonya. <laughs> oh, man. So that was funny. Um, and uh, and then, so I think I read either Karen told me this or people, other people that were there mentioned this, that I think the crowd after that match, or maybe it was another match down the line with me, um, they started doing the, like, sign her oh, or yeah. whatever it was, and the That's Triple cool. H came out and said something. Oh, I think it was. I thought I read it was me, um. I think it was me and him. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I just didn't know if it was this match or like later on, and they just didn't show it or whatever. So, um, yeah. In other uh, women's division news, this is from WrestlingNews.co. Quote, it was confirmed to us over the weekend that an announcement is coming soon. The plan is to crown women's tag team champions at the Evolution pay-per-view. We're told that women from all brands, including NXT, will That's be great. involved. That's great. Two weeks ago, we were told that there would be a tournament held on WWE programming with the finals taking place on October 26th. A second source confirmed this to us over the weekend. Ah, Although I think right. Evolution is the 28th. Mm -hmm. Anyways, that's awesome. No, that's I great. I hope it man. happens. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. Karen said, I hated having that camera so damn close. No, man, it was great. That's going in raw representing yeah, right man. there. Absolutely. Exactly. All right, you ready for a raw oh, preview? She said it happened in a later match. Oh, okay. Raw preview time? Absolutely. All right, I'll go first since you don't have the notes up. The shield holds strong. This is all... Straight from WWE.com. We love reading these because sometimes the prose is pretty good. Sometimes we... Boy, this is a long one. Look at that. Yeah, it is. Right, There's ahead. a lot of links in it, too. The Shield holds strong. Braun Strowman's next universal title opportunity has already been decided. He and Brock Lesnar will challenge Roman Reigns in a triple threat match at WWE Crown Jewel on November Friday, November 2nd. However, the monster among men isn't waiting until he touches down in Riyadh to get his hands on the big dog. Hands! Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre have continued their unbridled hostility towards the Shield in advance of their monumental six-man tag team match at WWE Super Showdown October, sorry, Saturday, October 6th, while Team Strowman has laid several beatings on their foes over the last month. The Hounds of Justice finally got a leg up on their tormentors this past Monday. Have Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose reclaim the momentum? And will acting general manager Baron Corbin allow the Shield to skate the Super Showdown unscathed? Our bets? Yes. So, and no. But this is a mess. What's happening? Team Braun, the Hounds are finally got... Will they this is just a fancy way of saying that they're going to have some sort of altercation tonight. Okay. That's it. You're next. Right, next. Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre versus The Revival in a Raw Tag Team Championship match. That's like the worst writing ever. It just tells me what it is. Here it goes. After earning a raw tag title opportunity several weeks ago, Scott Dawson and Jet Dash Wilder are ready to collect on what's owed them. Whether they will be able to topple the tough as nails tandem currently standing atop of the mountain remains to be seen. When all is said and done, will there be a championship revival for uh, former NXT tag team title holders Dawson good. and Wilder? Or just another reckoning by Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. See, that was good. That was, that was short, good. and it was plenty of there was plenty of good 
florid verbiage. Yeah, that was good. Lashley looks to change Elias's tune. This doesn't need two paragraphs. The most surprising moment of last Monday's show had to go to Leo Rush, who yeah. revealed himself as Bobby Lashley's manager and bounced all <laughs> over Kevin Owens and Elias in a supremely athletic display that was unexpected enough to send two of Raw's toughest superstars backing away slowly. They must not watch NX or 205 Live. We got done. <laughs> the good news who is does? that Lashley has a manager who isn't all talk. The bad news is that the element of surprise is now off the table. WWE.com has now learned that, that Lashley will go one-on-one with Elias this Monday night. Considering that Kevin Owens still has carte blanche and that he and the strumming superstar have something to prove, it's a safe bet that they will be better prepared for Lashley and Rush this time around. But... Will it be enough? That's cool. So we're going to get more Leo Rush like bouncing around, and that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, they really haven't gone much into the whole Kevin Owens has carte blanche. Kevin no. Owens can do whatever he wants. You would think he'd be taking much more advantage of that. Yes. But no. Yes. Like <clears throat> cut in front of the line of catering. Booking his own matches. Yeah. Yeah. Opening, closing, having hour-long matches, all that. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, should be able to do whatever he wants. Yeah, Anyways, know, man. last entry belongs to you, Steve. All right. Brie Bella to battle Ruby Riot. <clears throat> Ronda Rousey's attempts to defend her title in an open challenge backfired. Oh, sorry. Attempt to defend her title in an open challenge backfired when the Raw Women's Champion drew out the Riot Squad, who dragged presumptive challenger Natalia to the top of the stage, surrounded the wounded title holder, put the boots to the baddest woman on the planet, and forced the Bella Twins to run interference. The two trios will meet at WWE Super Showdown, but first Ruby Riot will go one-on-one -on -one with Brie Bella on Raw, who will pick up momentum ahead of their six-woman tag team match, and will the Raw Women's Champion and Nikki Bella once again find themselves at odds with Riot Squad. So, <clears throat> good stuff. Yeah. You know. Captivating stuff. Captivating. Can't wait for Raw tonight. Should be a classic. Thrilling. Let's take some questions. Eternal Blue. What I don't understand is why WWE, if they don't want Hulk Hogan in the public eye yet, even allows these kinds of rumors to be led around the internet. Surely the PR department would know better. Um, well, I mean, they can only do so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. They can't go around squashing, you know, they, they don't have the authority to do that. No. They can't come on our show yeah. and say, hey, stop doing that. No, They're they welcome that. to. WWE's PR department is welcome to call in. I'd, I'd give him a line, an open line. Yeah, we can ask some questions. Yeah. Jason Peterson, uh, lol, basically I meant the biggest star left off of Hell, hell in a Cell. Oh, um, oh, okay. Sorry. With that, was it due to poor booking or a roster that's too large? I think the roster is just too large. Uh, see, so I, I kind of, I'm cool with that. Look, look yeah. here, here's the thing. We get plenty on Raw and SmackDown. We get lots of good matches and... I prefer I, my favorite pay-per-views are takeovers. Mm -hmm. Whenever a New Japan pay-per-view happens, especially like destruction here, destruction there, <coughs> destruction in the other place, and like each one has like one or two matches that actually matter, I'm like, I understand that's their business model. I understand that's what they do, but I just kind of prefer one show that's like three hours long that has all the cream of the crop matches. That's what we get with takeovers. Not everybody gets to be. Some surprising names are left off of TakeOver every single time. Mm -hmm. And it's all cyclical, you know? Some yeah. people might get left off for a show or two, and then they're back on for yeah, a stretch. Yeah, right. 
So, no, I prefer with WWE pay-per-views, they're going to be cross-brand. Just give us the cream of the crop. Like, yeah. SmackDown had, what, four killer feuds. Mm-hmm. Raw this time had a couple of really good things going in. We don't need everybody. I love Kevin Owens. I love him. I love Oscar. I think it's a shame they don't book her really the way I would, for example. Yes. But that being said, I like that it's rarefied air. I'd actually prefer three-and-a-half-hour-long WWE pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Maybe well, even, I guess, four. that need to be settled on pay-per-views. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Zach Stolpa, what does it cost to invest into going in raw stock? We only accept Okada <clears throat> dollars, first of all. Okay, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, two, or sorry, four Okada dollars. Mm-hmm. Those are really hard to come by. I mean, I suppose you can probably get them on eBay for like a couple dollars. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like you have to be at a show and then catch it. Yeah. And I'm not sure. And keep it like pristine condition. Given how, you know, Rainmaker... His fortune seemed to have fallen lately. I'm, maybe Gato was the guy who arranged the falling dollars. Could be. That could be done with now. Yeah, yeah he might get rare. some crappy Jay White dollars. Nobody wants that garbage. No. A little baby face face on it. Nobody wants to see that. Uh, Soul FGC uh, says Cruiserweight Classic 2, yay or nay? Yay. If yay, who would be a shoe in to be announced first? Primero. Bendito. Oh, there you go. I know there's, the problem is there's like so many people are signed so many places. I know. So, I, don't I don't know if he signed anywhere. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, Marco, Marco's not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Do you see that? Do you see that freaking uh, Hurricane Rana from like the balcony? Ooh. That's awesome. You can do that when you weigh like 60 pounds. Yeah, Kyle Young, Larson, and Dirk Diggler voice. You've got the touch. You've, You've got, got the power. power. After, yeah, okay, we gotta not do that because we'll do the entire thing. I know you have a question over there, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> that is boy, that is <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'll read screw, I'll read it. Matthew Jones, does it matter if Hulk Hogan shows up at Crown Jewel? Saudi Arabia is seeking death penalty on women fighting for equal rights. I'll be canceling the network for that weekend. A lot of people, like, you know, it's like that's not an invalid point, right? Oh, there, I know. you know? I know, come on now. Uh, Zach Stolpa, Dusty telling Cena he's not going over the Nexus go. Dusty telling Cena he's not going over the Nexus. Listen, baby, I got a bad, I got bad news for you, John Cena. Hello, hello, Dusty. It's good news for young talent out there. Mm. Bad news for John Cena. Mm. Wait, oh yeah, the, the, you know the Nexus. You're not gonna win. You're gonna lose, baby. Big L, John Cena gonna take a big L. Say what? Do you give up? No, never you give gotta up. go out there. You I gotta lay up. down for that Wade Barrett. Dusty, I never give up. Vince loved Wade Barrett. Well, He's got he, that British accent. Being that as may, I don't think that's the best idea for the story or for the direction of uh, the company. Well, baby, you gotta go talk to Vince about that, baby, because he came and, and told Dusty, this is what happened. All right, I will. John uh, Cena I gonna will, put his soda down. I will, I will knock on Vince's door and we will uh, address the situation post haste. This is what I suggest. All right. Pitch him and nobody wins. It's the Dusty finish. Well, Nobody not, wins, not the baby. Finish, the dusty finish would be I win, and then through some listen, baby. Everybody's shoulders are down. Nobody wins. Not really a dusty finish, Dusty. That's a dusty finish. I made I'm it. I'm gonna go up. talk to Vince. It's my thing, baby. And get this corrected. I will pin every member of Nexus myself. <laughs> <laughs> I will pin them all myself. Oh, I'm gnarly. Has a good point here. Is this true? Why aren't you guys doing the SmackDown previews anymore? Did we not do that last week on the Raw preview? Oh, yeah. We just skipped a couple. We'll do it well, again. We, it, I remember, no, I remember the last week, the Raw preview. It was forever. Yeah. Like, we st- by the time we were done with the main event segment, 
We were at like 57 minutes oh, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, and we still have a bunch of stuff to do. So, you know, time permitting, we'll get it in. Uh, Josh Little, power rank, which WB superstars that have never been in the NFL would do good in the NFL, and what team should they be on? Braun Strowman should be like a defensive lineman. He would destroy everybody. Are they, but are they typically as tall as he is? Not necessarily. He can be an offensive lineman. They're, they can be pretty tall. Okay. Because don't you need like a low, like a low like, center? Yeah, of, usually. Because you want to get yeah. your pad level below, under the pad level of the offensive yeah. lineman. So I guess offensive lineman. There's some offensive linemen that are like 6'8". Like Otis Dozovich. He could be a defensive lineman. Right. <clears throat> Big run. You know, I felt kind of bad, man. I run them. I run heavy machinery down our NXT recaps. But they were so much fun at that at that two K event. They were so much fun. I don't know if I'm gonna change my if I'm gonna change my tune on them like though. Ninety five percent of the time, when you're down on somebody, you eventually come around. So I just gotta let it happen organically. Yeah. Don't force it. Just let it happen. Big Ron has a question. Do you think we'll see a resurgence in managers, or are Leo Rush and Drake Maverick an exception to the rule? Well, I mean, if this if the rumors we heard surrounding their uh, appearances on Raw are true, then yeah, more managers. They're, they're just signing a lot of people. and yeah. So they got to do something with them. Yeah. Managers for everybody. Yeah. Who's Adam Cole going to manage? Oh, God, I feel gross Adam just saying Cole. that. He's yeah. going to manage himself. Absolutely. Zach Stolpa, create a female undisputed era. We did that earlier. Yeah, we said no. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, and this isn't like a woman-man thing. There's one undisputed era. They're all. If I knew that they were like, you know, friends with, I mean, and here's the thing about Britt Baker, right? She's fantastic, yeah, right? Yeah. But like, is Adam Cole going to have to start watching how he acts around her? Because like, you know, you're, you're different sometimes when you're like, I'm not because I'm, you know, Lacey likes it. I'm like a freaking weirdo. But like, you know, guys generally act a little looser around their dude friends, right? Uh-huh. You know, bring in Britt Baker and it's like Adam Cole. No, the question isn't. Uh, add fee- uh, women. No, to- but earlier it was add a woman to the Undisputed No, era. I think it was it was. Uh, all women undisputed. Era. Oh, I thought Josh Little asked. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was an all women undisputed. Era. Hold on a second. Oh, who would be in the female? Und- oh, my bad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's you know they have them do their own thing. Mm-hmm. There's only one undisputed. Era. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Jimerson, thoughts on Shivani and Cornette doing commentary on the NWA anniversary show. That's awesome. Oh, I love it. I think that's great. October yeah. 21st, I think. Yeah. How can we watch that? Are they going to live fight stream? TV? It's on fight. Yeah, it's going to be on fight. Oh, I found out uh, new Ring of Honor episodes. So they air on TVs on Fridays, and then on Monday they show up on fight. Uh. And it's not until the following Friday that it shows up on on Honor Club. Right? That's weird. I mean, you can take a look at it. Maybe I'm not looking at it right, that's but weird. that's that's how it looks. Why would Honor Club be a week behind? I would think they probably have like an exclusive streaming deal with Fight, and that oh, precludes maybe, them from doing maybe. that. Um, Samuel Bronkowitz, will the color change of Carmella's hair headline non-news today? She changed it to, uh, I think, red-ish. Oh. Like a dark red All right. thing. Looked great. Okay. Looked great. But uh, no, we have some better non-news for today's episode of Post Show, yay or nay. Uh, $1 patrons and up get to watch that today uh-huh. after the show. Yep. So very shortly, we're going to be launching into that. Yes. And uh, non, can you give a tease for what non-news is about today? Uh, beer money. Oh. Ooh, ooh. See, that's not even non-news. That is news. No, that's not really news. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what do you got, Steve? I'm out of Super Chats over here, so it's all on you now. Oh, 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 oh. 
Um, Bilal Quizzlebash uh, asks, what are the chances of WWE doing talent exchanges once Triple H takes over? Still not very high, but better than the, the chances are now. How about uh, you uh, send them over here and I'll send you back a big paycheck? That's his version of a talent exchange. They just buy talent. Um, Thomas Watson, were you able to get Baron Corbin to endorse the Slow Wolf shirt while the 2K19 event? He was there the day before you were, correct? Yes, he was there for the international group. If he were there the day you were there. Okay, so we can close the show on this. I fucking don't know. I do I do not know, man. I don't know. That's a tough gig. It really is. That's a, like I can go up to the I can put my shoulder on Kyle O'Reilly's I'm sorry, my arm on his shoulder all day long. But going up to Baron Corbin. How would you present that? Hey Baron, we have a shirt that kind of pokes a little fun of your character. I don't even know where to start. I don't know. I'd have to see if he has a good sense of humor. That would be yeah, huge. Pivotal. It'd be very important. Here's, part of the, whole here's the thing about being next to Baron. I'm not sure I could do a Baron interview without at least once accidentally slipping into his. Hey. I'd be looking at his mouth the entire time. Hey. So Baron, you you spent a long time. Here you go, my phone. So Baron, you spent a long time uh, in NXT. Of course, you were on Breaking Ground. It was a fantastic documentary. Uh, what differences do you see between NXT now and NXT back then? Well, when well, I was in NXT, I didn't have Ferrari. <laughs> Now I have Ferrari. Did you, in fact, pay for your Ferrari with Twitter opinions? See, I would want to be laughing the entire time. Yeah. But I don't know. I would have to. Like that, That's the thing. If I'm there and he's there and I don't get something for the show, what the hell am I even doing on this show? Mm-hmm. What would you have done if you were the one we sent? Oh, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have the ball. <laughs> the I would have done a regular interview. I'd be like, hey, who'd you get an interview with? Nobody. Nobody. Really? Nobody? Mm-mm. No. No, couldn't figure out how the camera how the camera worked. Camera, I, yeah. Really, phone broke. Couldn't phone record broke. any audio. Phone broke. Oh man. He's like, but you were sending me text messages the whole time. Can't explain it. <laughs> it's weird. You text, but nothing else. Yeah. You just say iMessage. What does that mean? Well, it's iMessage. It's iMessage. Like, no SMS, just iMessage. <laughs> phone broke. I don't know, man. Donovan R here in chat seems seems to think that he doesn't have a sense. He, he doesn't. I met him once, and he's about stale as I come. I didn't watch Cultaholics interview with him. Oh yeah, I didn't. I, didn't see I gotta check that out. I gotta. I'll hit up Pachiti and say, "Hey, what was Baron like? Hey, hey, hey." Anyways, we gotta get uh, going on this post show. Yep. Patrons, one dollar and up. Stay tuned. Keep an eye on the patron wall, the Patreon wall rather, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. and uh, we'll post a link also on Twitter. Yes. So, <laughs> John Michael, <laughs> is, he gonna, is that his new Fandango gimmick? No, that's his. That's his, his old Titantron man. I know. It just looks goofy. Anyways, uh, let me see here if I can figure out the Hilton Tron 5000. Hilton, let's get some music going here. Music, please. Hilton, yes. Thank you, Hilton. All right, anyways, that's it for show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time, everybody. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. 
Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.